I'm ready. All right. <laughs> Welcome back to Telegnosis Anti. Da 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 da. Where we talk about lots of creepy shit. Da 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 da. Welcome to the Christmas episode of Telegnosis and Tea, where we don't talk about anything specific. We just entertain you on your long drive to wherever it is that you're going. Yeah. Yeah. Christmas road trips. Christmas road trips. Hopefully everyone is driving safely in the snow. I know we have a lot of snow. Mm-hmm. Matt, have you ever had anything creepy happen on Christmas? Uh, nothing creepy, no. Um, I've had a few incidents, but nothing creepy. Okay, no, I need to know about these incidents. Well, I told you about the one where I thought it was Christmas Day, but it was actually Christmas Oh my god, Eve. no, you have to tell that one. Okay. Because that's something I would have done as a kid. Okay, so I think I was eight or nine, and I thought it was Christmas Day, but it was Christmas Eve Day, and so excited as all hell i decided to run downstairs to go to the christmas tree and i slipped on the stairs fell down the stairs uh they were carpeted stairs oh and then i when i hit the bottom my head hit with such a force that it gave me a rug burn on my head no that was there for two or three weeks afterwards oh my gosh (laughs) did you do the same thing the next day uh, no, I was a little more careful. Yeah. It, in fact, my parents felt bad enough that they let me open a present early because they were like, <laughs> oh my god. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I would have too. Oh, that, oh, I can picture that. Isn't that like when you get a rug burn when you're doing wrestling? Yeah. Like off the mat? Mm-hmm. And then your face gets all blistered? Yeah, have I told you about that? A little bit. Uh, did I tell you about when I got impetigo? Impetigo? Yeah. That sounds like a weird word for getting impregnated. <laughs> yeah, like, She's come down with impetigo. It sounded like you're like impregnated but through a wall. It's like, oh, it's impetigo. <laughs> uh, impetigo might be what I would picture like if a ghost impregnated you. You're oh, impetigo. Oh my god. Well, no, impetigo is a uh, skin bacteria, I think. I think that's what it was. But you can get that from a wrestling mat. I used to wrestle a lot in high school. And so I caught it. And I caught it on my face. And now it just looks like a little... Sort of like almost like a cold sore on your face to start. Right? It was right at the side of my face. Like by my eye. And then not knowing what it was. I didn't really you know, think it was anything. But it spreads. Right? And so it covered almost half of my face with this giant scab. No. Yeah, and so I went to I went to high school. This was just before March break. And so I went to high school, and I was on the bus. People were like, what the hell happened to your face? And then I told everyone, oh, my dad slipped with a blowtorch and burned half my face and blah, blah, blah. And your like, poor dad. They were like, oh, my God, right? And so then I go, then I go uh, for March break, and they give me the actual like cream I'm supposed to put on, and it's gone in a week. And so I come back from March break and I'm fine. And <laughs> it's like, what happened? I'm like, plastic surgery, man. It's unbelievable. <laughs> Poor Wayne. <laughs> Poor Wayne. Okay, I don't think we actually introduced ourselves or said anything okay. besides this is the podcast. <laughs> so, hi, I'm your host, Tess. I'm definitely not an alien. And this is special guest Matt, who you've heard before. Also not an alien. That's what he wants you to think. 
If you recognize that laugh, that's the laugh from Halloween. Uh, still haven't found the bear bells. Nope. I've cleaned everything. I found my winter hat today. Where was it? It was behind the chair. Which, which chair? The, the chair that is always covered and stuff. Wait, were the bear bells there? No. I looked. I, I did look afterwards. I still don't know where those are. Hetty must have taken them away somewhere. Okay, I'll tell you what, though. After this, we will legit pick up the couches and take a look. Okay, that's okay. probably a good idea. Okay. If if you hear jingling during this podcast, or like in the beginning of this podcast, it was the bear bells have been found. If not, then the bear bells have not been found, and I'm sorry, Mom. <laughs> what are you drinking today? We're not drinking tea. Uh, no, I'm I'm drinking a uh, local beer called the Triplets of Melville. Uh, it's a Belgian triple. That doesn't mean anything. To, is it 8.5%? It is. Wow, that's a hefty beer. It is a hefty beer. Would you like a sip? Yes. Okay. It smells like... It's, it smells like it's something very, I can't put my finger on. Well, it's very Belgian. It is, it's got almost a smoky apple taste to it. Oh, you're right. Right? Yeah. It tastes like those appetizers mum makes with the, the cheese and the apple. This is true. Well, I'm drinking relaxed Riesling because it feels like a day where we need wine at... Oh, actually, you know what? It's not that early. Yeah. Now it's like quarter to four. Yeah. I mean, we started at one, but... <laughs> <laughs> but you didn't need to know that, viewer slash listener. Listener? No, they did know, need to know. You want to try my Riesling? Yeah, I'll try it. It's good. Not the biggest wine fan, but I haven't had a Riesling, so... Riesling is sweeter. I don't know how it goes with your beer. To be honest, uh, yeah. That's, uh, that's like, I'm only a wine at weddings kind of guy, but that'd be a go-to at a wedding. Right? Yeah. Exactly. The Germans do it right when it comes to wine. Yeah. Do you want to hear about the Christmas that we all thought we had rabies? Did I tell you about that one? No, you're darn right I want to hear about it. <laughs> okay, so, um, it was, how old was I? I think grade five. But um, it was Christmas Eve night, and mm-hmm. Mom woke up. Oh, that's Hetty. Hi, Hetty. Can you pick him up? I think he wants to be a part of this. Oh, my God. Okay. He's a hefty boy. He's a hefty mm-hmm. boy. He can lay down on the table. <laughs> I don't know if he'll fit. <laughs> oh, there we go. All right. Hetty has joined the podcast. <laughs> Hi, baby. So it was like grade five-ish, grade six, and mom woke up around midnight and went to let our house cat Domino out. Okay. And, or went to let the dog out. She was doing something and opened the door and uh, Domino was like, she had her head tilted to the side and she was like kind of falling all over the place and like tripping over herself. Great. And she was like foaming at the mouth. So mom was like, oh, good. She's got something wrong with her, yep. and she's a ha- like per- at least partially a house cat. She was in and out of the house, mm-hmm. and we lived on a farm in the middle of nowhere, so rabies was definitely a thing. Oh, uh, for sure, yeah. So mom locked her up, and then basically went back to bed, knowing the next day we're Christmas Day, we're gonna have to have the vet out first thing in the morning to check on this cat who may or may not have rabies. Oh. So the next morning came and. Little me, I was up at like 3 a.m., you know, wanting to open presents. Mm-hmm. And 
Uh, then went back to bed because I can't open presents that early. And then, uh, mom woke up and she had to call the vet to come and, like, check out the cat. And they weren't sure if she had rabies either. They thought she might. So then they had to do, like, some blood work, basically. We had to quarantine the cat. And then everyone who called, who we had just seen over the Christmas holidays, we had to be like, sorry, you might have rabies through contact. Oh my god. And it might be the Christmas where all of us have to get shots in our stomach. Jeez, I didn't even know, like, I, like I, forgive my ignorance on rabies, but I didn't know it was just from contact. I thought you had to be legit bit by someone. Any, it's spread through saliva. Okay. So it, it's kind of like mono, where it's like, it's really rare to get rabies, like super rare to sure. actually get it. Yeah. But there's the potential where if you're drinking out of a mug someone else drank out of... Oh, okay. It could somehow spread that way, especially if they weren't washed right or, like, you just shared a drink. Like, you know, I'm yeah, not yeah. thinking about it. I probably shared lip gloss with my godsister at that time. Yeah. Like, who has, Who knows? So, so, so there's another reason for me not to eat out of Hetty's dish, just in case. I mean, that would be the number one reason, but I don't think Hetty has rabies, so you can keep eating out of his dish if you want. Oh, okay. But I wouldn't do that because he might eat your face. Yeah, that's true. Well, I think he'll do that anyways. Though. <laughs> so cute. He's a he's a lovely boy, but I his hunger gets the better of him. So yeah, especially first thing in the morning. But it turned out oh he's going for the catnip. That's what he wants. Ah. Okay, let's give him some Christmas catnip. <laughs> yeah. Come here, baby. You want some catnip? There you go. He's gonna go wild. <laughs> Get that hurt. Oh, nope, that's part of the table. So, long story short, we didn't have rabies. She turned out to have an inner ear, uh, like, dysfunction. Oh. So her, the balance was off in her ear. So she, like, tilted her head to the side. And that makes why... you foam, though, huh? Well, I think she was probably, like, it was bad at that time, so she was probably all levels of messed up. Oh, yeah, okay. But she, um, she was a good cat. She went on to live a long life after that. It's just she walked around with her head like this. Like to the permanent? Side. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah, because that was the way she saw, like, the world straight was because you know how you have fluid in your ear? Yeah, yeah. Hers was so off that, like, she would walk around with her head tilted so she could see straight. Oh, but she had a happy life, I swear. Oh, yeah. She was like, a happy girl. No, that's, that, you know, that's, that's farm life for you, you know? Mm-hmm. There ain't no vets for no farm stuff. It's like, just party up. Can you hear Hetty snacking in the background? Oh, yeah. Here we go. Mm, there goes that stick. That catnip stick. You want to hear some fun Christmas facts? Heck yeah, I do. Okay. South African families leave out cookies for Santa Claus, just like we do. Right. Um, But the kids kept eating them. <laughs> so the parents now tell a story about a boy named Danny who... Okay. Ate the uh, ate Santa's cookies, and his grandmother got so mad she killed him. Oh my god! So now Danny haunts houses and will get you if you eat Santa's cookies. Don't eat Santa's cookies. What? Like, <laughs> isn't that metal? Yeah, but I think if someone killed me for eating cookies, I'm not going to tell other people not to eat cookies. I'm going to torture the people who torture kids for eating cookies. Torture them. I- yeah, like if you're telling if you're telling kids these stories, like oh man, they're like this ghost's gonna kill you if you eat cookies. Then 
I, if I were the ghost, I'd be like terrorizing the parents. I'd be like, don't tell that to your kids. Yeah, don't make your kids end up like my me. My grandma was wrong to kill me. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> can you imagine being killed over cookies? Yeah. Yeah, yeah same. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen violence over some pretty dumb stuff, so cookies, yeah. Every Florida man meme. <laughs> it's generally waffles if it's Florida man. It's always waffle houses. That go, Is it? Oh, yeah, know. it's like Denny's and places mm-hmm. like that. What's another one that's really big in the States? What do you mean? The like, other... No, like Waffle House is legit. Is Waffle House a legit is, thing? It's a chain. I've yeah. never heard of that before. It's the grubbiest, like, there's like dishwater in your food type stuff. Like, it's, it's real. <laughs> but some families swear by Waffle House. Like, that's that's their... You know how, like, some families... Uh, um, like uh, like a Jewish family over Christmas or something, they'll go to a Chinese restaurant. Like yeah, there's, yeah, yeah. there's like a there's almost like an unseen bond kind of thing. Well, some families have that with Waffle House. They're like, we, we got to go to Waffle House, and it's really? like, oh, <laughs> you know, like oh. No, okay, I swear there's something else besides Denny's and Waffle House. IHOP. IHOP. That's it. IHOP. Do we have that in Canada? Uh, just in like Niagara Falls. Because that's... Close to this. That's basically, like, where Canada and the States just mix together yeah, into one. Yeah, and they're, they're just like, we want them to feel at home in Canada, so let's let's do weird American places. <laughs> Hedy's trying to get your beer. Hedy's trying to get my beer. He's a... He is my boy. Okay, you know what we missed on December 7th that I'm really sad we missed? Uh, the... No, no go, go ahead. La Cuema del Diablo. The burning of the devil. Holy shit. Right? That sounds cool. In in Guatemala, on December... No, yeah, December... (laughs) December 7th. December 7th. I was going to say December 11th, and then I tripped over my words. But it's December 7th. Mm -hmm. Um, Families gather outside of their houses and burn flaming effigies of the devil to cleanse their houses of evil. I mean... Yeah, if you want to send a message. Isn't that amazing? Yeah. I want to take part in that. Somebody sign me up. Well, I mean, any any holiday where I get to burn an effigy, sign me up. I'm in. Same. Which, wait, let me find it. Because somewhere burns a goat. Did Hedy just jump into the recycling? No, he jumped beside it. He's good. Okay. Wait, like not we're not burning an actual goat, right? Like it's, no, 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 okay, no, no, just no. an effigy. Just an effigy. Okay. Because <laughs> like I like goat as much as the next person, but I'm not sacrificing the goat. Okay, well, I know it's somewhere here. I got a lot of tabs open because I have a lot of like interesting things. Yeah, here it is. Okay, in the Swedish town of Gavel, they build a forty-foot straw goat as part of their Yuletime tradition. Uh, began in 1966, and the locals have to destroy it by burning it down, hitting it with cars, or stealing it with a helicopter. This started in 1966? This yeah. seems like one of those things that's, like, kept from Viking pagan days or whatever, not like... It's a 40-foot struggle. Can you imagine... Like we gotta, we gotta just run our car into this. Hit it with a car. Merry Christmas! We gotta steal this with a helicopter. Could you imagine? Like, 
you know, you're just you're setting up. You're like, oh, I got my got my buddies over in my garage, and they're like, hey man, what are you working on? What's the project? Oh, just beefing up my car so I could slam into this goat in a week. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I gotta make sure the engine is real good. Yeah, I'm putting a I'm putting a like scoop on the front and <laughs> nail it real hard. That's amazing. <laughs> oh, there's so many traditions I want to be a part of. Well, we gotta we gotta create our own calendar for these things so we don't forget. Yeah, I know, right? Yeah, like, like December is a fun month if you put all of these traditions together. Shit, yeah, let's get metal. Let's, yeah, let's do all this cool metal stuff. AF. Yeah. Okay, here's another fun fact: Norwegians have to put their brooms away on Christmas Eve, like hide them, because legend has it that evil witches will steal them away if you leave them out. Well, like, what if I want to give them a ride? You know, like. If if it needs a broom, obviously, like I'll give her a broom. <laughs> you you want the you want the witches to take a ride on your broomstick? Well, you know, I don't <laughs> often say no to that scenario. <laughs> I just think it's so funny that like, where did it? I've looked it up, but I can't find exactly where it came from. That people think witches ride on broomsticks. Yeah, it does seem kind of like. Like, like, why? Why did that ever become a thing? Exactly. And, you know, it doesn't necessarily seem that it should be as universal as it is. It's so universal. You know, so you know, that makes me feel like at some point there literally was women riding around on broomsticks. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know about that. I think so. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I think that's the only logical answer to that. Yeah. The only logical answer is that every... Which has a Nimbus 2000 just rocking and rolling. Duh. Duh. I mean, Nimbus 2000 is a little out of date now, though. That was like 2001. When did those books come out? The 90s? Yeah. Do you remember the 90s? Vaguely. (laughs) (laughs) I remember, like, flashes of the 90s, and that's it. I remember the 90s. Was the well, greatest okay. time on earth? Yeah, it was because I was born then. <laughs> yeah. I, I did, you know, June. What? Okay, I was gonna say your actual birthday, but I don't know if I just like put that out there. But in June, I saw a ray of light. <laughs> it bur- this rainbow just burst through the sky on my birthday, nineteen ninety-five. Yeah, and <laughs> they knew. I couldn't the quite new explain angel it. Angel was born. I was seven, and I remember it for all time. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So. This is from theguardian.com. Do you know who Hans Trapp is? No, he sounds uh, sounds like a rapper these days. But... That would be pretty cool. <laughs> but this is from France. Okay. So Hans Trapp was a local man renowned for his greed and unscrupulousness. He used to use witchcraft and do deals with the devil to become rich. This does relate back to Christmas somehow, apparently. Sounds like a solid um, character. Okay. <laughs> So, um, he, after he got excommunicated from the Catholic Church, he lost all his wealth and his social standing and became, he started roaming the countryside disguised as a scarecrow. How do you disguise yourself as a scarecrow? 
Why do you roam the countryside? You have deals with the devil. Like, if people see you walking around, they're not going to assume you're a scarecrow. (laughs) You're not hiding from anybody. (laughs) Okay. So then this guy goes further downhill. He becomes consumed with the idea of tasting human flesh, lures a shepherd boy to his death, and then cooks him over a fire. This still does relate back to Christmas. Okay. Before he could take his first bite of the shepherd boy, though, God... Who finally had the feeling that he had gone too far, <laughs> struck him with lightning. <laughs> How did he go too far? What? what? Gets many paces passed too far. Did God put him up to this? No, it was the... Okay, no, it was after he was excommunicated, I guess he just got really, really crazy. Oh, wait, oh, so the so he thought he went too far. I thought you said God thought he went no, too God far. No, God did think... God... Thought that he went too far, so he struck him with lightning. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and so... Yeah, this human flesh thing, that's gotta go. Okay. okay. I was all down with you killing the shepherd boy, but okay. uh, taking a bite of him, that's too much. Obligatory dad joke. Given that he was dressed as a scarecrow, that was the last straw. <laughs> no! <laughs> Absolutely not. Uh, so he died after getting struck by lightning. But he returns on Christmas and goes door to door looking for tasty young children to eat. Boy, does he. Okay. <laughs> Merry how, Christmas! How does he return? <laughs> Who brought him back? Was He's a ghost. ghost. He must be a ghost. Okay. Going door to door looking for young, tasty flesh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> There's so many things. Merry Christmas! Merry Christmas. Oh boy. Okay. There's a lot of weird Christmas things, and I love absolutely all of them. I want them all to be combined together. We're we're diving in. Yep. Is there, like, fun stuff? I mean, yeah, I can find some fun stuff, I'm sure. Like, you know, I'm just saying for us to do. Like, you know, I don't really feel like dressing like a scarecrow and eating human flesh, so... What, you don't? What's wrong with you? Well, like, that's more of like a Thanksgiving type thing for me. That's (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I need to look up how to pronounce this. Oh. Hold on. It's thinking about it. I'm curious whether I know what it is. Try to pronounce... It doesn't have it. Wait, what? here it is. How's it spelled? Hold on. I had to unplug my computer so I could play it. Calicanceroy. Uh. Calicanceroy. 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 Two out of five on the easy scale. Wow. Yeah. Calicanceroy. That is a goblin. Oh. Okay. Um, <laughs> spends most of the year underground. All right. Trying to bring a- about the apocalypse. <laughs> so during the advent, they come out to human territory and cause mischief and evil. Usually they're male, and <laughs> I didn't read this ahead of time. I wanted to be as surprised as you. Okay. <laughs> Grotesquely well endowed. <laughs> <laughs> It's just a goblin with a big hulking dong trying to bring about the end of the world. Aren't they all? I guess, yeah. 
Like, you know, I've, I've, I've heard guys with Magnum dogs going like, I'll rock your world, baby. But never end it. I don't know. Apocalypse. They come out during Advent. Okay, so like. They're, okay, there's more of a description. Yeah, but does it matter that he has a giant dog, or does that factor in? Like, does he use the dong for evil, or? It does not matter. They just <laughs> added that in for fun fact. Okay. They're so, they're, so they're black furry creatures with tusks and horns. And they right. usually fail. I have so many questions. I have so many questions. Like, is it just well endowed for a goblin, or is it well endowed? Like, it must be well endowed for like anything. Okay. Because if they added that in, like, well, okay, I'm I'm looking it up further because there must be more to know about these guys. Uh. So. Their country of origin is Greece, Bulgaria, North Macedonia, Serbia, Turkey, Cyprus, Bosnia, Herzegovina, and Albania. Wow. They have goat legs, donkey ears. <laughs> I didn't know you were going to say ears. <laughs> <laughs> They're from Greek folklore. How have you never heard of them before? Okay, I, I study ancient Greek stuff. They probably didn't have a... Cloven hoof goat man and well, I mean they had satyrs, yeah. But it comes from the Turkish he she with a black calf. Turkish okay. what? It comes from the Turkish, a Turkish word meaning he or she with a black calf. Okay, I was like, what is a Turkish he she? Co- no, 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 no. It comes from a Turkish word meaning he yeah. or she with a black calf. Okay. <laughs> also, could be derived from the Greek kalos kentoros meaning beautiful centaur. Well, he's a centaur now. He's, <laughs> he's got four legs. He's a lot of things. Oh, boy. Oh, they try and saw away at the world tree in Greek folklore. The world... I thought the world tree was Norse. Yggdrasil. Well, you would definitely know better than me. Well, Yggdrasil is, a, is the Norse world tree. I didn't know the Greeks had a world tree as well. If anyone would know, I would think it would be you. But maybe that's more of a recent Greek folklore. I mean, because it doesn't say ancient Greek. I mean, it could be, but I guess there's lots of research to be done after this. (laughs) I should have done a whole episode on this. All right, now you know we talk about uh, fictional uh, species that we would uh, get down with. (laughs) Where are you at on this guy? Um. Like the the tusks, the black fur doing I it for mean, you. Like, yeah, yeah. Anything kind of like humanoid with that, like that. Sure. Could be down. All right. What about you? Well, I mean, obviously with the uh, opposite gender for me. With but... the opposite, would you would you be down with the opposite gender? Of yeah, as long as Calic Roy. Yeah, Roy. You know, you get freaky with a beastie. Um. So they, there's, like, no standard description of what these guys look like. So this is, like, the bunyip. Oh, great. This is a throwback to the bunyip. Oh, man. They're about the size of a human and smell horrible. Never mind. Oh, there's often protruding sexual characteristics, says Wikipedia. Protruding. <laughs> he has a ding-dong. Like <laughs> protruding sexual characteristics. Uh, but, like, multiple? Like... 
Oh, good point. It's not just a characteristic. It's a... Multiple. So maybe they have, like, a couple huge schlongs? Wow. Just helicopter and all over the place. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, most of them are blind and speak with a lisp and love to eat frogs, worms, and other small creatures. Yeah, still in. Still? <laughs> ah, they, it took me less when it said that they, uh... Smelled. Smelled. Yeah. I don't like bad smells. Well, yeah, that's what the clothespin's for. Oh, God. That is what the clothespin is for. All right. That was a winner. That is... I like that one. Yeah. Okay. Have you ever heard of Pierre Foutard? Foutard. Pierre Pierre Foutard. Okay. F-O-U-E-T-T-A-R-D. F-O-U-T-T-A-R-D. F-O-U-E-T-T-A-R-D. Fuetard. See, I would say Fuetard. Oh, okay. But I don't know. He was a butcher. And All his right. wife was kidnapped, robbed, and killed. <laughs> Merry Christmas. Oh, sorry, no. He and... <laughs> barrels as you do yeah. as one does saint nicholas discovered this crime brought the children back to life and as punishment he forced pear into bondage as his eternal cannibal manservant he follows saint nicholas around dealing with the problem children by eating them And the wife gets off scot-free? She did all yeah, this like, shit, Yeah, like, what happened too. to the wife? Is she not a manservant as well? No, no. She's just chilling, drinking with Mrs. Claus all year I guess so. Because what else do you do? Jesus. Oh, that's beautiful. So, like, so by bondage, like, is, so this guy's, like, in a gimp suit, too? Is that, is that what we're picturing here? Yeah. Oh, great. Yeah, that's what I'm picturing. Nothing... Nothing frightening about that. <laughs> Dude in a gimp suit just grunting and eating children. <laughs> Following Santa around. Why doesn't Canada have amazing traditions like this? A, not that old. B, we like oh, to... The goat was from 1966. Yeah, the, well, the 40-foot goat. Like, I mean... That you run over with your car! <sighs> I want that. Can we do that? Can we just build it in downtown and be like, hey, people, you run over this with your car. Nah, it's all old people. They would probably accidentally hit it anyway. Yeah, they would. Like, it wouldn't be part of a festival. <laughs> just be like, oh, look, the manslaughter. <laughs> manslaughter. Well, yeah, because they'd go through it and they'd hit somebody else. Um, accurate. That's true. All right, and we're back. I got my package from Amazon that doesn't actually matter right now. Yeah, it was only about two hours of, uh, or sorry, two minutes of dead time, so uh, we did not find the bear bells, just in case you were wondering. Oh, yeah. (laughs) No, those are, I don't know where, I don't know, did Hetty take off with them? Where are they? So, I am going to tell you now about Gorilla and the Yule Cat. Oh, yeah. And the 13 Yule Lads. Do you know about these guys? 
Uh, I know the name Gorilla. Yeah? Yeah. The giant ochre who lives in a cave. Yeah, okay. During Christmas, she emerges from her cave. Oh, this is from Iceland, by the way. This is an Iceland tradition. Oh, cool. And it's an ogress? It is an ogress. Uh, I appreciate it. Come here. Come here. Come join the podcast. Okay. You're a good boy. So, she lives in a cave. Uh, During Christmas, she emerges to hunt for children, to kidnap, take to her cave, and cook in a vat of stew. She has a variety of... Did you just bang your head off my chair? Careful, buddy. Jeez, dude. She has a uh, variety of companions, including the 13 Yule Lads, which are troll children slash large adult sons, and the... (laughs) I'm not even going to try to pronounce this. Oh, come on. Bring it on. Nope. Yeah. How to pronounce... You want to see how close I get to it? Yeah, yeah, let's say it. All right, I'm going to have to unplug my headphone. Um, <clears throat> it's thinking about it. Still thinking about it. <clears throat> do, 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 do. I think that's probably copyrighted, so I can't actually do the whole song. Come on! R.I.P. Alex Trebek. What? From Jeopardy. Oh, yeah, your dad told me that he passed away. Mm-hmm. Okay. The internet just decided, nah, we're not working right now, so you'll never know how to pronounce Yolakotternin. I'm sure that was close. How to pronounce dot com. Okay, well, it's a Yule cat. Yolakotternin. Nailed it. <laughs> Right. It's spelled J O Asantegu L A K O with the eyebrows T T U R I N N. Yeah. I, Do you I, got that? I can't even conceptualize Do you know that how to pronounce head. that? Close enough. Who is also known as the Yule Cat, so we'll just go with that. Okay, um, a quick side note. What is with the European obsession with eating children? Like, it was, <laughs> Especially at Christmas? Yeah. I'd have no idea. Like, it's just... Everything eats children. Everything. You're not safe. As a child, you are not safe at Christmas. Like, I know I grew up in a very sheltered existence of you, you just get presents. <laughs> but... And if you're bad, you get coal. Yeah, well, I just, we didn't even really stress that in my house. <laughs> it was like, whatever, you're getting presents. One year, Santa got me um, coal gum, and it turned your mouth black. But he got the other gifts, too, so I must have still been good. It was a joke. Okay. <laughs> That's the end of my story. <laughs> okay. Okay. The Yule Cat is terrifying. Oh, good. The Yule Cat is the terrifying part of this story. Not... Not the lady not, who cooks children in the Not Grela that eats children and yep. has 13 adults on. So, listen, just... I can't do this sentence any justice by, like, paraphrasing it. So I'm just gonna say it. This is from The Guardian from 2019. Like Satan, walking among us like a roaring lion, seeking whom he may devour, the massive Yule Cat lopes through town in the dark, peering in... It's just hammering next door. Oh, is it? Yeah. Oh. 
He hasn't hammered all day. I know. Why are you hammering at 4 of 17 when we're trying to record this podcast? I don't know. Construction. Funny. Peering into the lighted windows of children's bedrooms. The only way to save yourself is to show him that you got clothes for Christmas. If you don't get any new coals, clothes, if you don't get any new clothes, then, um, you're yes. So this is, like, the the whole, like, ancient reason why grandmas knit you sweaters for Christmas. <laughs> yeah, because for some reason the Yule Cat gives a shit whether you get clothes for Christmas. He won't eat you if you do. I guess he's like, oh, this child's life is terrible enough. He only got socks for Christmas. Guess I won't eat him. <laughs> yeah. So there you go. There's a Yule Cat. Wow. Yule Cat. He looks in your windows going, did you get socks for Christmas? Like, what if you don't have it out? Like, does he know? Or, he just knows. Or, or he, he sees you when you're sleeping. He knows if you got socks. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, like, what if you put it in your drawer and you just doesn't like, oh, yeah, I don't see any new socks. I guess I'm just going to eat them. I imagine that's probably a thing. I thought I was going to burp and I, I just didn't come. Frau Perchta, Austria and Bavaria. Austria's got a lot going on because they also have Krampus. <laughs> so Frau Perchta is a witch who comes to see who's been naughty or nice. Much like Santa, except awful. So, like, do they have Santa too? Yes. They what? have St. Nicholas. But they got all these people, like, just... Prowling around. Hanging out, and they got their... Each have their own little agenda for why they eat you? Yeah. Like, how are you supposed to keep track of all these? Just be a good kid. Get clothes for Christmas. Don't be a dick. What, it's not your fault what you get for Christmas, though. <laughs> It's true. What if St. Nicholas just wants to be a dick and doesn't get you clothes for Christmas? Yeah, or your parents. Like, what if your parents just want you to die? <laughs> like, well, that kid's a shit kid. I don't kid. want I... Johnny around anymore. Yeah. That's hilarious. Um, Frau Perchta is... I don't know. I can't even rate how terrifying she is compared to the other yeah. Christmas demons. Because, um, can you take a wild guess what she does? Mm, eats children. Worse. She slits the bellies of bad children and stuffs their corpses with straw. Well, you know, that's a step I, I, I when you, as soon as you started that, I thought it was going to be hot coals, so, I mean. I mean. Straw's not so bad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's a little disembowelment at Christmas. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and the number one most terrifying Christmas tradition around the world is Krampus. I don't know, because the others are pretty darn scary, I don't, too. He, like, you know, a lot of the times he just hits you with some sticks. <laughs> Burst sticks, you, you know, bad. Yeah, like, you know, sometimes he brings you down to hell, so obviously that's, <laughs> that's worse than getting eaten. Occasionally he eats you, but it's not a guarantee. Yeah. You know, these people, it's like, oh, shit, you were bad, I'm eating you. That's that's a hundo pee right now. A hundo pee. It's still thinking about how to pronounce that, so I guess that's just not oh going to happen. What other vaguely Germanic horrifying monster do we have on docket, Tess? Well, actually, those are kind of the most terrifying monsters. Um, because there is actually nice monsters, too. 
In Italy, there's a Bafana, who is a friendly witch, and brings toys and candy to good children. I've heard that term before. Yeah, she's like Santa Claus, but she's like a good witch. <clears throat> All right. So there are good things. Well, in Italy, but apparently nowhere else. <laughs> Very in Italy. No, but Krampus is still, like, there's some parts of Italy where they have Krampus. Well, yeah, I know, but I'm just saying, like, you get a little ray of sunshine in Italy, I guess. <laughs> yeah, you could have St. Nicholas, or you could have this nice witch lady. You got two chances to, like, get good shit for Christmas. It's true. And not get eaten. And not get eaten. Do you think, like, most kids are just, like, you know, that at least they believe in these traditions? Do you think they're just, like, happy to get off, like, middle ground? Like, I don't even care. I didn't get anything for Christmas. I didn't get eaten, so I feel good. <laughs> Hetty, what are you doing? <laughs> I was so defeated. I was like, ah. Oh. I don't know what you want, buddy. In the Ukraine, and this is also Germany. I don't know why it says just the Ukraine, because I know this is a German story just from my family. Okay. Um, You put a spider web or a cobweb on your Christmas tree. Oh, yeah. I think your mom was, like, vaguely referencing this. Yeah, so it's... I won't tell, like, the whole story, but basically there's a story of an old woman who... Um, leaves the spiders in her house all year round except for Christmas because mm-hmm. she wants the place to look nice for Christmas. So she takes all the cobwebs down. The spiders don't have a place to go, so they leave. Yeah. Um, and then Santa, she puts up a Christmas tree and Santa Claus comes or St. Nicholas comes and um, he lets all the spiders back in the house and he says only if, like, you know, you decorate the tree. So they cover the tree in cobwebs and then St. Nicholas turns the cobwebs to gold. Oh. gold and silver so the whole Christmas tree is covered in gold and silver cobwebs and now you put a cobweb on your Christmas tree to I, commemorate that I thought for sure there was going to be like somebody getting eaten it's a German well, fairy tale well exactly I thought for sure like the lady was going to be punished for like getting rid of the spiders at Christmas or something and it's like okay but she's good with them all year round like yo make the spider webs it's cool man like just, yeah. Just one day, maybe I wanted to look at <laughs> You know, but I thought but then, for sure he was going to be like, oh, no. But then after that, she um, lets the spiders stay for Christmas as long as they decorate her tree. Yeah. Which sure. is, it's kind of, a, it's like the only cute kid's story to come out of Germany. Yeah. Yeah. Don't look up any Grimm's fairy tales, viewers. Just don't. What's the guy's name? Hans Christian Andersen? Yeah, that guy. Yeah, don't look up any of uh, his stuff. It's scary. Oh, okay. Greenland, what do you think they're eating for Christmas? Currently? Yeah. Well, it's got to be special, right? So, I don't know, like, seal? Okay. I'm going to tell you the names of these two Christmas treats, you tell me what you think they are. Oh, okay. Based on it being Greenland. Okay. Matak and Kvyak. Uh, something's liver. That's a good guess. So matak is raw whale skin served with a side of blubber. Yum. <laughs> Kvyak. Is an auk bird stuffed into a seal skin 
left to ferment for half a year. <laughs> Yum! Oh, oh, God, okay. Wait, didn't you have something nasty like that? Basically. What? You ate something nasty on Christmas. Oh, yeah. No, I had to have um, uh, scumbria. To... What is that again? I... I... I think this. I keep blocking it from my mind because I don't want to. Th- yeah, think about it. okay. There, there's a whole bunch of different Nordic names that flew at me during all this, but I think what Scumbria was was like fermented tomatoes and fermented fish on top of bread in yep. the in the morning for Christmas morning, and it was rough. Thanks, Estonia. There's also a Scumbria gum, gun. Oh my god, I can't speak. Scumbria There's a Scumbria gun. gun. You fire fermented fish at people? No, but I guess it kind of looks like fish skin. Like the look of the gun. Okay, I gotta see this. Like it does. Okay. Yeah, it kind of looks like a fish, I guess. Have you ever... Oh, wait, you would have if you listened to the episode. Mar- heard about Mario Lewid? Mario Lewid? Yeah. Yeah, that's where you parade around a horse skull. Mm-hmm. Happens in South Wales. That's right. Yeah. Uh, my normal Christmas tradition before COVID hit, everyone, was uh, on Christmas Day, i go and have Christmas morning with my parents, and then I would go immediately at noon to go to the movie theaters by myself. I know that sounds sad to some people, but honestly, some pretty good movies coming on Christmas Day, and it's a nice way to relax and unwind. I like it. Mm-hmm. Hey, if that's how you relax and unwind, there's nothing wrong with that. Totes. Totes my goats. Totes my goats. So, say you wanted to take a picture of yourself and Santa with machine guns, where could you go? Scottsdale, Arizona! Oh, The yeah. Scottsdale Gun Club lets you take a picture where you and Santa are armed to the teeth with every kind of machine gun you want. Like, okay, so is this geared towards children? Or I it... don't know! <laughs> I have no idea! That's all the information I have on it. I mean, it is the United States of America, so it's entirely possible it's geared towards children. But... It's very possible. Oh, do you know when gingerbread houses began to get popular? Uh, 1411. And do you know why? Was it right? Well, it, <laughs> that era. Okay, well, I just pulled that out of my I know ass. you did, but <laughs> no, I don't speaking know of Brothers Grimm, <laughs> okay. the gingerbread house became popular because of Brothers Grimm and the story of Hansel and Gretel. Oh. Yeah, who would want to commemorate that? Another child-eating thing at Christmas, right? Right? Everything relates back to child cannibalism. And, and, and that lady, like, she didn't even, like, that witch, she didn't even need, like, a reason. She's just like, no, oh, these kids, like, I'll She's just, just like, they're plump, I'll eat them. Yeah, I eat the kids. Oh, yeah. What do you think of, okay, this is not, this is just a fact, you know, Elf on the Shelf is a thing because of a children's book published in 2005. What do you think on of about Elf on the Shelf? I currently hate it. I think it's creepy. I don't know what I would 
I think it's dumb. I think you have to remember every day where you put this thing last, and it's like, and the kids take it so seriously. And Do it, they actually? Oh, as a kid, shit, I don't yeah. know if I really. Yeah. Oh my god. Like all the moms at work talk about this all the time. Where they're like, "Oh my god, my husband he put he like outdid the other day with like whatever the friggin' elf was doing, and so now it's got to do something crazier. Like we got to put it on a motorcycle or something." I'm like, "Oh, <laughs> the elf on the shelf just gets more and more bad. Starts getting like tattoos." Oh like... <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not your grandpa's elf. Like, <laughs> I'm not your grandpa's elf. <laughs> I'm the new elf. Can't elf put me on a shelf on anymore, shelf. motherfucker. <laughs> no longer elf on the shelf. Oh my god. Um. But yeah, so that's so it started from a children's book in 2005. Yeah. Did your nephews ever have that? Oh yeah. Elf on the shelf, yeah. Yeah, they weren't too into it though. They were too old, kind mm-hmm. of. But they were like, you know, my my sister in laws did it, and I was like, guys. Who cares? Um, Premier Ford, the Premier of Ontario. Uh, did I tell you that some kid wrote to him and asked if Elf on the Shelf could be a part of their circle because of COVID? Oh, yeah, he did. That so is... he made a public announcement and was like, Elf on the Shelf can be part of your circle. And I thought that was the cutest thing ever. It is. It is very adorable. Premier Ford. What a guy. What a guy. <laughs> you can say a lot about him, but what a guy. Okay, I've actually been really impressed with how he and Justin Trudeau have handled things during COVID. I have They've too. been working together as opposing parties. That's awesome. Yep, it is. But, you know. At least it's not a burning dumpster fire. This is true. Uh, there are some other places where the dumpsters continue to burn. <laughs> I'm looking at this one website that's like... Um, fun facts about Christmas, and the one is just talking about how creepy it is that you go and sit on a stranger's lap who's Santa Claus. Yeah, it's true. I like to think that they're a little more vetted than, you know, just a random stranger. <laughs> I know. Yeah, I know. I like to think that. I, I like to think that too, but... If this was any other year, I would have taken Hetty for, uh... Santa Claus, he's he's winging out with yeah. the catnip. He's like, woo! I heard my name. Santa? <laughs> I heard myself. I heard Santa? Santa. What's going on with Santa? We get pictures, buddy. Pictures with Santa. Heck yeah! Wait, you have a Santa costume? We could still take pictures of Hetty with Santa. I don't know where the pants are. That's but... just from the waist up. Okay. Do you know what they eat for Christmas dinner in Japan? No, no, I don't. What KFC, that's the most popular dinner for Christmas. <laughs> yeah. That's so stupid. Why? <laughs> Kentucky Fried Chicken. Oh my god, can we have Kentucky Fried Chicken for dinner? <gasps> can we have Popeyes for dinner? Yeah, as long as somebody can drive, we can absolutely have Popeyes for dinner. I wonder if... Oh, it can't be delivered. Darn it. Want it to be delivered to me? <laughs> what? <laughs> We're gonna have to get something delivered because both of us can't leave the house right now. Nope. Be- one because I don't think I even mentioned this 
by the time this comes out, this is going to be like Christmas Eve when this comes out a little earlier on Patreon, mm-hmm. which is a shameless Patreon plug. <laughs> I just had a COVID test because I have a stuffy nose and a sore throat, which is why my voice keeps cracking. And so we're both stuck in the house quarantined. Correct. Yay. Woohoo. <laughs> Yay. We've lots we've watched lots of Christmas movies though. We have. It's been a it's been a good excuse to catch Not up do on, anything. The, on the Yuletide festivities. However, that also means that I want somebody to bring me KFC. And if you're listening to this on Christmas, the offer still stands. I want somebody to bring me KFC. I never don't want somebody to bring me KFC. Yeah, this is absolutely true, folks. Um So um the demands for KFC in Japan are so high they've created a literal online service just for that. And it's a Christmas family bucket. Wow. So, okay, so, um, not Christmas related, but fun KFC fact. All right. KFC is the only chain, like fast food chain, in Bermuda. Really? Yeah. That's so cool. Because they had a law to not have any fast food chains. But, like, and I think it was like a bylaw in, uh, I think it was Hamilton, um, the the capital city. And they, <laughs> the mayor was corrupt and ended up signing a deal anyways and getting this KFC there. Oh my god. So it's like the only, the only That's restaurant. That's hilarious. I yeah. had no idea. Yeah, it was neat. Huh. Cool. Um, but yeah, that's funny. Japanese families just mowing down on KFC. Heck yeah. Um, in Venezuela, mm-hmm. in the week leading up to Christmas, you attend a daily church service called Misa de Aguinaldo, which is the early morning mass. But in the capital of Caracas, it is customary to travel to church on roller skates. Whoa. It's such a widespread practice that the roads in the capital are closed from 8 a.m. to provide Christmas worshippers with a safe passage. Oh, that's cool. How cool. I've always wanted to roller skate, but or roller blade, not roller skate. I am way too clumsy for roller skating. But... (laughs) Roller blading is going to be easier, is it? Well, it's because it's like the four wheels, right? Instead of just like a skate. I think you got it mixed up. No, because roller skating is a skate. Roller blading. Or is it. <laughs> Did you just put your toe in Eddie's water? Yeah. Ew. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. Is it the other way around? It's the opposite. Okay, hold on. Roller the, the blade, skate. you got four, four wheels, but it's in line. Like. Roller skate versus roller blading. No, I don't want 10% off. I don't even know what this website is. I just clicked on it. Roller skate. Oh, I think you're right. Yep. But the- they call this inline skates. Yeah, inline. Inline skates is in a row. Do you need to- <laughs> Do you want me to pause it? No, no, no. I'm just rubbing my foot off here. Christmas in the news. Everything's going to be shut down starting Christmas. Yay. Wait, is that for us? Yeah, it pretty much looks like it. The Prime Minister's saying, like, don't visit people for Christmas and everything's going to be shut down after Christmas. Fun. Merry Christmas! Merry Christmas! 
Did I ever... I can't actually remember if I said what um, mistletoe is. We've talked about mistletoe before, but I don't, I don't recall that. <laughs> okay, so mistletoe started out as a uh, fertility rite cool. of passage right. in um, olden times. So mistletoe actually means dung on a twig in Anglo-Saxon because it spreads through bird droppings. But uh, in the olden days, you used to stand under mistletoe if you were sexually available. Oh. If you were sexually mature and available. It was like a rite of passage. Like, yeah, you're now sexually available. You stand under this twig. Wait, I don't know, to get boned? Yeah, are they like <laughs> I don't running know the at rest- you now? <laughs> the, the running of the gents? <laughs> well, I don't know, because it didn't say if it was like inherently one a girl or a guy standing under it. I didn't say it had to be a girl or a guy. It could be the running of the gents anyways. Well, yeah, <laughs> but I mean like there might be girls running too, like... Maybe yeah. it was the running of the people. Nah, girls are a little more selective. <laughs> <laughs> in 1988... Good year. <laughs> Denny's, yes, good year. Denny's, who are known for their always open motto. This is like a flashback to Denny's. Like, we're coming full circle <laughs> yeah, back to yeah. Denny's. Yeah, what was that other one? IHOP? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, they closed their... Um, 1,221 locations on Christmas. However, uh, due to their policy, 700 of the franchises had no locks on their doors. What? Yeah. Because they're, of their always open policy, they didn't have locks on their doors. Holy shit. So they had to... Corporate was able to come through last minute to install locks on all of the doors. Wow. Oh boy. Can you... That seems like a real, like, stupid, like, Y2K type oversight. <laughs> we're, <laughs> we're just like... Yeah, yeah. We're always hoping we don't need locks on the doors. Yeah. Are you sure there's never going to be a day we're going to close? Nah. Nah. You don't even need a lock. No. Place has, half burns down. You can't have anybody in there. But no, we don't need any locks on. <laughs> um... Rakuten, which is a Japanese-based online retailer who I've never heard of before, and I don't know how, um, found that three-quarters of Americans don't like their holiday gifts, with one-third choosing to re-gift, 27% donating gifts to charity, and 14% cutting their losses and selling them. Holy shit. Three-quarters. Three-quarters? You better like your gift this year. Jeez. Right? I feel like like part of that is like, there's a lot of breakups over the holidays. Like oh yeah, the highest time like the most time for breakups. I don't know how to phrase it. Like when everybody breaks up is two weeks before Christmas. Yeah, which is now I guess when we're recording this, or is that yeah a little over now? Yeah, yeah, because we're nine days till Christmas now. Just kidding. It's Christmas Eve. Happy Christmas. We're... Why would you break up two weeks before? That's because the worst. They don't want to buy a gift. That's the stupidest reason to break up. But obviously, these breakups are a long time coming. And the the Christmas gift just gets them to realize, I really don't even know a lot about this person, nor do I care. Oh, dear. You know, and so yeah. then they're like, oh, fuck it, we're done, I guess. <laughs> like, Sorry, we're over. Besides, Christmas is like the pressure cooker. Oh, that- yeah, yeah, uh, here it is. Um, 
David McCandless studied more than 10,000 Facebook status updates and found that approximately two weeks before Christmas okay. is the most likely time that a man or woman will dump their significant other. Okay, he studied Facebook updates. I don't, I don't necessarily... Data analyst. He's a data analyst. All right, well, you didn't say that. You just said it was a guy who studied Facebook updates. Yeah, David... Yeah, okay, he's a data analyst. Okay, but everyone but me is on Facebook. This is true. Doesn't everyone update their statuses? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> I don't know. I don't get social media. I will never get social media. I know. 82% of people own a Christmas sweater. I'm part of that statistic now. <laughs> you are now. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, guess how many decoration-related emergency room visits happen each holiday season in the U.S.? Holiday related? Yeah. D- not just holiday related, decoration related. 22,000. Actually less, 15,000. Okay, well I was originally going to guess 12 and then I was like, ah. It's got to be more than that. Yeah. Okay. 15,000. Yeah. That's like more than I expected, but less than I'd hoped. <laughs> <laughs> okay. How many calories does the does the average American consume on Christmas Day? Oh, wow! Uh, Seven thousand. Whoa! Yeah. 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 That's it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you guessed it. Yeah. <laughs> Seven thousand. Seven thousand calories are what's average consumed on Christmas Day. Shit. That's so many. That is a lot of calories. That's so many calories. Man, like when I was cutting calories, it was saying to like to lose weight for a guy my size, a pretty big guy, I'd have to go anywhere under like thirty two hundred. Mm-hmm. And like that was easy as hell. <laughs> Being under thirty two hundred. Being under seven <laughs> How many so somebody a UK research team did the food math and found that Santa if he visited 640 million homes every Christmas Eve, how many calories do you think he would consume from the cookies and the milk? Okay, 642 million homes? 640 million. 640 million. I don't know, like... 171 billion? 150 billion calories. Okay. You would have to live... Based on a 2,000 calorie per day diet, 205,480 years. To, like, digest all that. Yeah. Okay. Well, Santa's magic, I guess. Santa, according to Forbes, who calculated Santa Claus's net worth, Santa is the richest person in the world. No shit! (laughs) Oh my god. He's got a... Like, he's got a workforce that works for nothing. Yep. I'm not going to use that word. (laughs) Uh, But he's got, like, he makes gifts for every kid. Yep. Okay, but, so like, net worth is tricky because he's not, he's not making any money. No. Like. No, I'm not sure where the money's coming from. Magic is, (laughs) magic is the reason for these gifts. Like, he's not, like, buying the gifts and giving the people. That'd be kind of funny. <laughs> Jeff Bezos just like, I got my deal with Santa every <laughs> year. This shit's the Santa buys shit. from Amazon. Yeah. 
did you know that We Wish You a Merry Christmas? You know the song? We Wish You mm-hmm. a Merry Christmas was originally sung to be a threat. <laughs> like, like, <laughs> we wish you a Merry Christmas. No blanking. Just like <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so back in the day, Christmas used to be um, kind of like trick-or-treating for adults. You used to go door-to-door singing, demanding booze. Oh, yeah. And we that. won't go until we get some. Yeah, okay. So, We Wish You a Merry Christmas was actually sung when they wouldn't get stuff as, like, a threat. We won't go until we get some. We won't go until oh, we yeah, get some. Oh, yeah, and, like, they're demanding yeah. figgy pudding. And... Yeah. 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 Weird, huh? Yeah. Jesus. Why did... What happened at Christmas that became such a wuss-ass holiday now? Like, it's, it used to be so metal, and it still is in so many different parts of the world. It's but, metal AF in some places. Yeah, but Canada is like... Make Christmas metal again! Yeah! <laughs> like, I want to threaten my nephews and be like, I'm going to eat you, kids, if you're fucking bad. I'm going like, to eat you, kid! Yeah! <laughs> um... How much money would the 12 Days of Christmas cost if you actually did, you know, the song, The 12 Days of Christmas? Yeah. How much do you think it would actually cost? See, problems with that. Yeah. Lords and ladies. How much are they worth? Like, am I <laughs> am I selling you a person? That, I love this. The thing that <laughs> it says is the big challenge is getting the lords to leap in unison. <laughs> okay, so but I'm paying a lord just to leap. Yeah. I'm not giving you the lord. No, you're paying him just to leap in unison. Okay. I Lords are leaping. Uh sixty-two million dollars. Only one point three. What? One point three mil. A lord is not gonna leap <laughs> in, unison in unison with ten other lords. What do the ladies do again? Dance. Oh, and there's also some that were milking, I think. Oh yeah. Yeah, but those could be just like ladies. Like, yeah, like they're just know, milking just, anyways. Just, just so regular like, ladies. Like, pay them some money to watch but them I, milk, I, I guess. I, yeah, like partridges don't cost a lot of money. Wonder how much a partridge goes for. Yeah, that's a good question. Like fourteen pounds. Oh, hey, this is what Mom was talking about. What's that? Saint Nicholas. Um. Dropped a bag of gold down uh, the chimney of a poor man who didn't have enough money for his three daughters' dowries. The girls had hung their stockings to dry, and the gold ended up in the stocking, and that's how the tradition and the legend of hanging stockings by the chimney with care comes from. That's pretty badass. Yeah. Sucks they had dowries. Do you know when Coca-Cola created Santa Claus? Because... As everyone knows, Coca-Cola created what we see Santa as now. Yes. What year was that? I don't know. 71? 1931. 31? Wow. 31. Um, and it was illustrator Haddon Sundblom who uh, had magazine ads that had Santa Claus looking the way that we still see him today. That's so weird. Hey, do you remember that episode, that uh, Black Adder Christmas Carol? Yeah. So it was actually Prince Albert of Germany who introduced bringing a tree into the house to his new wife, Queen Victoria of England, and it took off. No way. Yeah. Huh. It took off across the pond. 
with um, drawings of the couple in front of their Christmas tree appearing in the Illustrated London News in 1848. And that's when the idea of bringing a Christmas tree indoors really went viral. Fair. Mm-hmm. Oh, Tannenbaum. But the uh, tradition of bringing a Christmas tree indoors during that time of year actually goes back to the ancient Egyptians and Romans, who marked the winter solstice with evergreens to, rem- as, to remind them that spring would someday return. Mm-hmm. So, we throwing it back with our tiny Christmas tree. <laughs> we throwing it back. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> Let's see. Celebrating Christmas was illegal from night. Oh, sorry, from 1659 to 1681. What? Why? In Boston. Boston. In Boston, the Puritans. The uh, what? Puritans. Puritans? Puritans! The Puritans! Puritans! The Puritans! I knew I would get it if I said it enough times. Puritans? So anyone who was caught making merry would face a fine for celebrating Christmas during that time period. Eggnog was first created by American settlers. That's cool. Nog comes from the word grog, which is any drink made with rum. Yeah. Yeah. So it was just... It was settlers in Jamestown. It was just egg rum. Egg rum. Egg 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 grog. Egg rum. Egg rum. (laughs) Egg rum. Egg rum. (laughs) Oh my god. Lame, but awesome. (laughs) That was a very stupid joke. I've had a lot of wine. (laughs) And I'm out. It's okay. We're nearing the end of the episode because it's already been like an hour and 20 minutes. Ooh, boy. I know. Thanks, patrons. This, well, this will be up on Patreon early for anybody who well, wants yeah, to hear so, this early. You know, so you, you say thanks to the patrons and then yeah. like, you know, when other people get to hear it later, they're like, oh man, I could have been thanked. <laughs> <laughs> I could have been thanked, but I'm not a Patreon. So you should be a Patreon, so you can be thanked. Yeah. Um, The average dry Christmas tree causes 10 deaths a year and results in $15.7 million in property damage because of fire. Holy shit. Yep. Merry Christmas! Damn, Christmas. We, not we actually, this is the U.S. Postal Service. There's not a lot of stats on Canada. But in the U.S., an estimated 910 million packages get shipped and 15 billion pieces of mail every year. And I bet you that's going to be higher this year with COVID. Like for Christmas? Yep. Between Thanksgiving and New Year's Day. So every person in that country is giving three packages to somebody. Yeah. 910 million packages. Yeah. And there's like 330 million people. That's insane. That's a lot of... And 15 b- 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 billion pieces of mail. And that's totally going to be higher this year. I'd like to see the stats after, like... Oh, yeah. This year. Yeah. The average amount that consumers spend on presents for each other? $967.13. Totaling, in 2018, a staggering $717.45 billion. Billion. Dollars. Wow. It's a lot of dollars. Nine hundred and some dollars. 
per person. $967.13 per person is what people spend on Christmas presents. No, I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) What, you didn't spend that on me? What the heck? I I spent a good amount of money, but I wouldn't say as I spent $900. Neither did I, so you're okay. Okay. (laughs) Um... The ancient Druids believed that mistletoe was an aphrodisiac. Cool. Yeah. The ancient Norse believed that mistletoe was going to be the start of the end of their world. Okay, tell me about it. So the the Norse god Baldr, uh, he was like the I think he's the prettiest god. He's a handsome dude, and Freya didn't want him to die, so. Right, or sorry, uh, sometimes it's Freya, sometimes it's Odin. But anyways, they held a council of all of the things on Earth. Inanimate, animate, didn't matter. And was like, hey, can you guys like agree not to hurt uh, my son? And they're like, yeah, cool, we'll leave him alone, whatever. But then Loki like convinced the, the mistletoe not to go there. And so the mistletoe never went to the meeting and was like, didn't hear anything about this. And so then later on, Baldur got like pricked by a mistletoe and he died. And that caused Ragnarok, the end of the world. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So mistletoe, real cool, but fuck some shit up. (laughs) Almost caused the end of the world. Yeah. Well, I mean, it may have. We don't know how Ragnarok ends up. Oh, interesting. I think you did tell me that story before, though. Yeah, probably. Yeah. yeah. And again, least... I'm paraphrasing, folks. I'm uh, more of an expert on Greek and Roman stuff, so I might be wrong, but... Interesting. Yeah. <laughs> so, this one, I'm going to end on a really cool note, okay? Excellent. Okay. So, this is from goodhousekeeping.com. <laughs> Just giving a little intellectual property okay. notice after right. listening to that podcast on intellectual property. During World War II, the United States Playing Card Company joined forces with American and British intelligence agencies and created a special deck of cards. They gave them out as Christmas gifts that would help allied prisoners of war escape from German POW camps. The cards peeled apart when moistened and revealed maps of escape routes. Whoa. Cool. Right? Alright. Yeah. One-eyed Jack got me the hell out of there, man. <laughs> yeah, so ending ending on a cool note, less of a cannibalistic child eating note. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'm pretty okay, so wouldn't that be cool if like you got one of those cards and let's say it's King of Hearts. King of Hearts is like your saving grace, tells you how to get out of the prison camp. That'd be so metal to get that tattooed on you afterwards. Oh, hell like, yeah. King of Hearts. And then people are like, why do you got the King of Hearts? That's so tacky. It's like, that motherfucker got me out of prison, man. Out of, yeah. That would be really cool, actually. You're right. So cool. That would be metal. Awesome. All right, you have any Christmas wishes for the folks listening? I wish everybody stays happy and healthy. Um, I wish... Be safe! Be, yeah, everybody... <laughs> Like, don't be a jackass. Don't don't get out there and, like, 
spread shit around. But like, wear a mask. But you know, it's important. Like whether it be digitally or whatever, just stay in contact with those you love, and because it can be a really lonely time of year for some people. So this time of year is the worst time of year for mental health issues. Exactly, and it's going to be hacking ex- escalated yeah. with COVID. So. Check in on the people that you love. Yeah. Say hey. Even just, you know, wish them a Merry Christmas. Mm-hmm. Tell them you're thinking about them because that can do someone a world of favor. It can. Yeah. And Merry Christmas. I hope this kept you company during a drive <laughs> or something because this was a long episode. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Whole station wagon road trip with the fan jam. All right. Heck yeah. With the tree on top with the roots still attached. Uh, that's right. Which I've always wondered how they managed to do that. They didn't they just, have a saw. They, they fucking ripped it out of the ground. Yeah, they just Christmas vacation. it out of there, you know? Yeah. Anyway, I got sidetracked. <laughs> Merry Christmas Merry or Christmas. happy holidays if you don't celebrate Christmas. Happy holidays. Mm-hmm. Enjoy this time off with your fam. Um, hopefully you're keeping safe. And we'll talk to you soon. Bye. Bye.